Hi and welcome to Father Luke's homilies. This homily was preached in the Catholic parish of St Mark's for the third Sunday in Ordinary Time, Year A, also known as the Word of God Sunday. I pray that this homily is of some use to you. God bless you. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Hearing that John had been arrested, Jesus went back to Galilee, and leaving Nazareth, he went and settled in Capernaum, a lakeside town on the borders of Zebulun and Naphtali. In this way, the prophecy of Isaiah was to be fulfilled. Land of Zebulun, land of Naphtali, way of the sea on the far side of the Jordan, Galilee of the nations. The people that lived in darkness have seen a great light. On those who dwell in the land and shadow of death, a light has dawned. From that moment, Jesus began his preaching with the message, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is close at hand. As he was walking by the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, who was called Peter, and his brother Andrew, They were making a cast in the lake with their net, for they were fishermen. And he said to them, follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. And they left their nets at once and followed him. Going on from there, he saw another pair of brothers, James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John. They were in the boat with their father Zebedee, mending their nets, and he called them. At once, leaving the boat and their father They followed him. He went round the whole of Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and curing all kinds of diseases and sicknesses amongst the people. The Gospel of the Lord. Thirteen years ago, just before my ordination, I was on a retreat and was having a number of doubts about my capacity to go through with being a priest. I was wavering. As I went into Mass that morning, the the scripture, my grace is sufficient for you, from St. Paul's second letter to the Corinthians, jumped out at me. It was as if that verse was being spoken to me personally. It was precisely what I needed to hear at that time. God seemed to be saying, whatever happens, Luke, my grace, my power in you will be enough. Trust me. We'll come back to that. In the gospel, we hear about the calling of Simon, Andrew, James and John. Jesus comes by. And he calls out to these men, follow me. And they respond. The disciples were open to hearing Jesus' voice clearly. And then they were able to act on it. Sometimes easy to think that faith must have been somehow 
um, easier for the disciples as they actually saw Jesus. They met him, they walked with him, they heard his voice. Of course, a lot was asked of them. And they all gave their lives, pretty much. Truth is, of course, that God still speaks to us today. God speaks to us in many and various ways. We can still hear his voice speaking to us today, but principally we encounter God's word in and through the Bible. This Sunday has been instituted as Word of God Sunday by Pope Francis in order that we appreciate and celebrate and rediscover the gift of God's Word in the Bible. We need the Bible to make sense of who Jesus is and what his mission is about. Furthermore, Jesus actually speaks to us through the Bible. This is why St. Jerome was bang on when he said ignorance of Scripture is ignorance of Christ. Some of you may have heard that before. Don't let it wash over you. Ignorance of Scripture is ignorance of Jesus Christ. You'll notice that I use the word Scripture and Bible interchangeably. I mean the same thing. Okay? At every Mass, we hear readings from sacred scripture, after which the reader proclaims the word of the Lord, and we respond, thanks be to God. But how often do we allow these readings just to skip over us, or not pay much attention to them? Perhaps we just want to rush past the readings until we get to the real meat of why we're here, Holy Communion. Yes, but yet God really does speak to us through the Bible texts. And the whole Mass itself is saturated with Scripture. These prayers aren't just made up, they come from Scripture. So how can we consider the Bible as the Word of God? Well, the Bible is true, teaches truth, but it's not a scientific document. It teaches Truth for our salvation. Salvific truths. It's not a book dictated by God to one person. We don't, it's not a magic book. We don't open it up, take a verse and go, ta-da. No. We're not biblical fundamentalists. There's no place for that in Catholicism. No. It's a collection of books in different literary genres, including historical, poetic, biographical, and allegorical texts. It's written by men in their own language, with their own understanding of the world. But, and this is important, it is inspired by the Holy Spirit. It's not just any other book. We can say that the Bible has many writers, but only one ultimate author, God. Now, a good image for us might be St. Paul's Cathedral in London. If you were to ask who built St. Paul's Cathedral, people would typically say Sir Christopher Wren. And indeed, Christopher Wren is the architect, the genius behind the magnificent building. But Christopher Wren did not lay a single stone. Many, many builders did. 
In a similar way, we can say that God is the architect of Scripture, although he used frail human authors with their limitations to put it together. Because God is the author and the architect of this book, we must take it seriously. For the Bible is for us a place where we can hear God's voice and encounter his loving presence. We must remember, however, that to be a Catholic Christian is, to not, is not to be a person of the book. We're not a religion of the book. We do not worship the Bible. We worship the word of God made flesh. Jesus is the word made flesh. The divine word is Jesus. And we can hear his voice, perceive him through the pages of our Bibles. The Bibles then point towards, reveal and communicate the living word, Jesus Christ. Jesus speaks to us powerfully and personally through the pages of this powerful and living book. He encourages us, he blesses us, he challenges us, and he calls us ultimately to follow him. When the reader reads and the priest proclaims the gospel text at the Mass, Christ is speaking to us here, now, today. If we are tuned in to God, if we are alert, if we're paying attention, then we'll be able to hear God's voice and recognise the way in which he speaks to us and then discern what he asks of us through the words of scripture. Let's go back to that illustration from the beginning when I was on retreat. Notice that I was on retreat. In other words, I was in a place where I was praying. I was listening. I was predisposed to hearing God's voice. I have to confess, I'm not always as tuned in as I was on that day when I heard the words of Jesus. Sometimes very distracted, not prepared. I suspect the same as you as, uh, same as you as well, if you're honest. If you're not, you're all saints. If we are going to be people who hear the word of God, keep the word, and then act on that word, we need to be people who are tuned in to God's voice. In order to do this, it helps if we make reading the scriptures a regular part of our prayer lives. Reading and praying with the Sunday Mass readings during the week in preparation for Sunday is a great way of preparing and tuning ourselves into what God wants to say. We have been running a Bible course, the big picture in our parish. Not going to plug that anymore because it's coming to the close, but um, you know, there are lots of tools and ways to uh, avail yourselves of the scriptures. There's a brilliant podcast, The Bible in a Year. You can begin that at any point in the year because it's just 365 days. So if you start it today, you'll finish it on the 22nd of January or whatever next year. But that is a reading, a podcast, each day going through the scriptures, and the scriptures are explained by Father Mike Smith. Very easy to do. There are lots of resources. 
It's still January. So why not make a New Year's resolution to intentionally read and pray with your Bible throughout the year? However and whenever we do it, we all need to hear God's voice. God's voice calling out to us to to follow him, to live for him. So let's make a priority of our Bibles. In this new year, let us be intentional about hearing God's word. And once we've heard it, like the disciples, may we have the courage to act upon it. Amen. Hello and thank you for listening to my homily podcast. For more information about the Catholic Parish of St. Mark's in Ipswich, go to stmarksparish.org.uk. If you'd like to check out my blog, go to fatherlukegoymore.com. God bless you and see you next time.